here with the coldest co-host. That's Destiny. Yes. Um, I love it. I love and it. Um, yeah, before you look by the clickbait title, you'll be thinking, oh, no, nah, not these, man. Not these, not these, man, again. But honestly speaking, this is more of a in-depth, more kind of, we're not pontificating. We're not going to force opinions on you. We're not going to force um, perspectives on you that you need to consider. We're going to make things as relatable and as understandable as possible in this kind of short um like first episode or first part of this like kind of Christian talk or Christian walk episode or um, mini series. So yeah, um, I hope you'll enjoy this one because it's a different concept. Oh, it's a different concept. So I hope you'll enjoy this. Please from the beginning, like, comment, subscribe, follow, all of that stuff. You already know our socials are there. So yeah. So basically, yeah. Whew, we're just gonna sort of delve right in. So. First and foremost, just in case anyone didn't know, uh, me and Josh are what we would call as Christians. So the first part that is probably very confusing in this, which I don't know who is responsible for this, but whoever it is, we're looking for you. Um, within sort of the Christian faith, there's sort of other demographics, so to speak. There's also Catholicism, there's yeah. Jehovah Witness, there's... Um, there's sort of various other things because since a very long time ago, the church sort of broke into their little bits because everyone had their sort of different interpretations as to how to live life mm-hmm. um, based off of what's written in the Bible. The Bible is all sort of our ultimate guideline of, as to how we go off of things. Some people live literally by the Bible and every word written by it. That, of course, I am not 100% sure whether that is how God had intended it to be, uh, but everyone else has their different interpretations. But me and Josh are Christians. We follow Jesus. We believe in the Holy Trinity. We believe in the Bible. We follow it as best as we can, although we are not perfect. And we rely on Christ on a day-to-day basis, sort of for our strength and for, for our guidance. And the first thing I'd, I'd like to say on that as well is because we're a Christian, it doesn't mean that we are better than anyone else. In fact, we are very much similar to everyone in that we all do things wrong. We sin. We are all sort of fall short of the glory of God, but it's sort of through Christ that we can be renewed and we can change. We don't try and force what our, our belief down people's throats. We sort of try and convey the message because if people truly did understand and take that next step or try, they would kind of see some huge sort of changes happen in their life because sort of that's how it happened for me and for sort of billions of other people across the planet. So that's sort of my first part of JT, if you want to sort of comment on that. No, that's 100% true. I think um, there is this massive misconception of being perfect and being holy. And as soon as you've given your life to Christ, you become this person who is no longer susceptible to sinning, no longer susceptible to doing the wrong thing. That's complete a lie. When you when you walk with Christ or when you start, when you become a Christian, essentially, it's a journey from it. And, and a journey is never easy. So obviously you're going to have, you're going to be slipping up all the time. So whoever came up with that whole thing of Christians become holy. And obviously I see bare memes about it and bare funny videos about how Christians, they judge other people and they, yeah, they judge other people based on how they live their lives. Or if you drink alcohol, if you do this, if you do X, Y, Z, oh, you're mad, you're moving mad. Oh, God's not going to accept you. There's so many funny videos, so many memes um, about that um, in America and the UK. But it's true. It's based off of actual reality because a lot of christians do think that because they act a certain way 
they'll reach heaven. But at the end of the day, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors for different people. You don't know if they're reading the word more than you. And a lot of things and delving into something else, which is um, kind of social media Christianity of like putting, obviously do your thing when you're, when you're actually on social media, cool, you know, promote the, promote the faith, promote Christ, promote these kind of things, but don't live a fake life where you're having God first in your bio, Proverbs da, 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 or um, Colossians da, 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 in your bio and you're not living by it or you're not reading the word constantly. Like, like I feel like people, like Christians either judge or they live a fake kind of like misconceived life. When you're, when you're actually in Christ, don't publicize things, right? Don't try and publicize things in that, you know, you try and make other, other people feel guilty or like kind of curious about what it is that you do to stay perfect or stay holy when really and truly with Christ it's a complete journey so you're obviously going to slip up you're obviously going to fall into sin and I felt that from personal experience myself I fell back into sin hella times bro you don't understand but I fell back into the wrong things the wrong crowd bare times after I gave my life to Christ why because we're human at the end of the day before anything else we are human but I feel like with the right people around you. And I feel like through doing something like this podcast has actually helped me to get out of that thing. All in all, I'd say don't be judged. Don't judge other people because you don't know what they're doing behind the scenes and don't live a fake Christian life. Don't judge other people. Just like they said, you know, we're, we're not all perfect. We are not perfect at all. Like we can't. We can't nah, I agree. It's, it's interesting because anyone that knows me knows that I don't drink alcohol. Um, it's, and this is an interesting thing because it's not something I've ever really done. I don't really like the taste of it. Mm. Immediately, some people may think I don't drink it's alcohol Christian because thing. I'm a Christian. Yes, yeah, yes. No. Bro, that's Let the me sort of term and sort of what I do. You're allowed, being a Christian, you're allowed to drink, but you're not meant to drink to get drunk. You're not meant yeah. to sort of have the sole purpose to say, I'm going to go out and get smashed tonight. That's yeah, not yeah, what yeah. you're supposed to do. Yeah. You can drink alcohol, you can consume it, but sort of at a healthy rate, you know, not yeah. sort of going overboard. Everything yeah. sort of within our faith is about being able to have self-control, controlling your emotions, your mind, the things that you're doing on a day-to-day basis so that you are always in complete control because that's what God Facts. wants for us. Facts. When you drink to get drunk and you get drunk, you don't have a complete recollection of your actions and what you are doing. Mm-hmm. And you end up maybe doing things that you wouldn't have done if you were sober or things that you wouldn't want to do mm-hmm. or allowing yourself to get into a situation or an environment that you don't want to be in. And this isn't me bashing people that drink or get drunk. Don't don't sit there and think that I'm trying so to judge. Don't you. leave now. Don't leave I, now, please. Not that. Yeah, don't leave I'm you. just following what is in the Bible, um, and I just personally do not drink. There's probably loads of Christians out there that drink alcohol. There may be loads of Christians out there that also get drunk. I'm not judging them either. That's that's for God to do. Um, and this is sort of just another important point. Yeah. Me as a Christian, I'm not going to go and judge someone else's life because I'd have no right to. I've, I've definitely done so in the past many a times and I can own up to that because I'm not perfect. But as I kind of go through my journey day to day in my faith, I kind of try and pick out the little things about myself that God wants me to change. And that happens in, in sort of a range of ways. So that's sort of the first point I wanted to make as a common misconception amongst Christians. And, and there's sort of many others of which we'll try and touch on as many as possible. But obviously we want to keep these videos nice and short because we're kind of giving you quite a lot of information at once so we want to just yeah. make sure you guys can soak it in yeah and, and have a think about it yourselves and then just sort of try and understand from our perspective what it is that we follow why we follow it and how it changed our lives absolute facts absolute facts i don't know man because a lot of christianity is based around 
living a holy life and and I think for, for for young Christians especially, because we're in a generation where we've got so many uh people um not doing the wrong thing. I wouldn't say the wrong that's that's where we go wrong, not doing the wrong things, but doing what they want. And we feel the type of way to judge that immediately saying that's that's the wrong thing. Because you read it in the Bible and that's another thing, misinterpreting the Bible, that's another thing. Sometimes you can read a scripture and be like, Oh, don't don't smoke weed, otherwise God is not gonna accept you into the kingdom of heaven. Okay, cool. That may say that, but I feel like if you go off of that rather than delving into it deeper or asking someone to help you or guide you, read it and understand it properly, you can get you can get swayed away and that can lead you into even more judgment of other people who either go against it or disagree with what you're saying. So ideally, if you are if you are a Christian already and you and you want to read the Bible, I beg you, either get a study Bible or read with someone who can help interpret or help explain it to you rather than getting swayed away by your own intuition that, okay, yeah, God's saying this, therefore I can't do this or I can't do that. Listen, God's given us freedom. God's given us the ability to live our lives fully, to the fullest. He he didn't say you can't do this. You can't, he's not restricting. So live your, I mean, yeah, essentially allow yourself to be open to more more interpretation and more understanding of the word than just what you think it is because that's what is written and that's what you know you decide to go by that's what i'd say on reading the word of god yeah for those who are christians that's good for sure and i've got a completely sort of separate point to touch on but obviously that was a really good point that was made by josh this common misconception here is probably i don't know if it's the biggest one but i think it's one of the larger ones in terms of why people are sort of against christianity or don't believe in god or whatever it is so the amount of times I've heard this, and it's really interesting, people say, if God is real, or if there's a God, why is the world so bad? Why did, why did this person die, or that person die? Always question oh, Like this, and this, and that, and this. And I, I, as, a Christian, as an early Christian, I had these same sort of thoughts and, and yeah. questions as well. Uh-huh. And it wasn't until, I'd say recent-ish, well, not recent-ish, but I, I, I sort of figured it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, as best as I could from sort of just diving in the world more because if you want answers the Bible is sort of where to turn to um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so in terms of that from what I my interpretation of it and from the Bible it's basically a case of there has always the reason the world is the way it is is because of sin all the things that you see around you that has a negative effect is because of because of sin and sin does not come from god sin comes from satan there's god but there's also satan you've probably heard um oh if you do this you're gonna go to hell hell this hell that um there's heaven and there's hell hell is essentially the place for evil things and evil people heaven is the place for people who follow jesus and accept him as their lord and savior and when they die and when christ comes back that's the place of which they get to go to which is like an eternal sort of paradise across other sort of religions there's other sort of representations of what this may be or whatever but that is what it is with christianity sin came into the world way way long ago when adam and eve first sinned and god set a decree and set a punishment i'm not going to dive so deep into the story but the basic reason as to why the world is so bad is because of us as humans we commit the sin we're the ones that do these bad things god gave us freedom if God wanted us to do everything in the exact way of which it's supposed to be done, that would be, be sort of utopian like a world. It'd be the, yeah, be yeah we'd be getting forced. Yeah. That's not what God wanted. Yeah. It's like, I'll, I'll give an example. So 
it's like you being in a relationship and you're forcing that person to love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're for, you're forcing them to do this. Forcing, that is not real love. True love and real love is when it's You want to do it out of the goodness of You want of your to do heart. it. Yeah. yeah. He wants people to come to him and turn to him because yeah. he is God. He doesn't want to have to force us to do these things. He gave us freedom to live in whatever way we want. But if we wanted to turn to him, he would kindly accept us with open arms. He is not the reason for all of the bad things that happen in this world. If the bad, if he, if you say that God is the reason for everything that bad that's happened in this world, that means that you're basically saying you are the reason because God created us. So we right. are to blame. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I get you. You I can't blame you. God without blaming yourself because he created us and we're the ones that are sinning. It's hey. not God that's coming down and killing all these people, doing all these bad things. He just created us. He gave us a chance to live and have life and everything, the chance, the choices we make and what we do with our lives have an effect on the rest of the world. And that's exactly what we're seeing. Why does God not intervene, you say? Because we have freedom. When we're with God, you don't have the desire to sin anymore. It slowly begins to deteriorate as you grow closer to him. Just much like anything, as you'll get grow closer to a friend or a girlfriend, you kind of get closer. You, you, you love them more, you learn more about them. It's, it's the same as sort of any relationship. Whereas if you sort of neglect your relationships and you ignore someone, the relationship will slowly begin to die. And that's the exact same thing as faith. Wow. So that's sort of the basic way. There's always there's obviously a little bit more else to it, but that is the basic explanation because I hear a lot of people say that all the time. Why, oh, why is the world the way it is? It's because of us. It literally, that's, it's, it's yeah. as clear cut as that. It's true. And the same applies to like, it's leading away from Christianity. The same applies to things like climate change and how the climate is literally like global warming and all that stuff. That's down to humans. You can't like bring God involved in stuff where there's so much suffering, why there's so much knife crime, why there's so much this and that. We ourselves own up to the fact that it's our fault for global warming, our fault for climate change. So why can't it be our fault for these other things? Why does it have to change? Why is it conditional that, oh, God is now responsible for all the suffering whilst we're responsible for climate change? Like it has to be, you know, these things when you're blaming yourself for, 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 for other, for other things. Um, what else? What, what other, what other really annoying things or really mi weird misconceptions people have about Christianity? I don't know, man. I'm trying I to talk about the sex before marriage thing. This is an interesting one. Oh yeah. That one day. Uh, yeah, that one day, man. This yeah. is the one uh, just for, just a disclaimer. This is the one that, a lot of churches don't want to talk about a lot of people they don't want to talk never about it. a lot of adults they don't want to talk about it they don't want to discuss it yeah. because even though god is the one that created sex they seem to see sex as such an unholy thing at, at times which is really really weird yeah. and interesting at the same time the sex um, is seen as a sacred thing i swear i swear it's like it's supposed to be seen as a sacred thing something you keep that's why as you know they uh, what i was about to say we'll delve into later on but yeah i swear it's supposed to be, <laughs> yeah it's supposed to be a sacred thing not an unholy so thing. Do you, so do you want to explain what that's about? Or do you want me to do it? It's up to you. Nah, go for it. 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 All right. Um, again, this is not a judgment. I'm just explaining what is in the Bible and, and how God intended it to be. Uh, and disclaimer, like if, if you ever already had sex or done things of that nature, again, this doesn't mean that you're like a horrible person. You're it's okay. Like that. It's okay. Up. Yeah. There's it always the up. forgiveness. There's repentance. We all slip up. We all make mistakes. And God is very much aware of us. That's just, that's why Jesus died on the cross for all sins. Um, because if he didn't, then we would all be dead right now. Because exactly. the, ultimate, the ultimate sort of penalty for sin is death. Because sin is death. That is why there is so much death in the world. Because of sin. So the only reasonable punishment for sin is death. If that makes sense. Makes if sense. it doesn't, sort of just re-listen to that. But yeah. Um, 
anyway, going back onto <clears throat> the whole sex thing. God sort of intended sex to be for reproduction, so to create new life. And he intended that to be within the sanctity of marriage, so within uh, a married man and a married woman. Um, the reason being partly as well, because you see a lot of times, like in relationships, people will sort of have sex and maybe accidentally have a child and may choose to abort it and things like that. And I know this is a touchy subject, but I'm just, I'm just saying how abortion, it is. Abortion, that's another one. Um, and sort of God is against abortion, obviously, because it is murdering a child. Um, and he never wanted that. And, and it's just all, all the mistakes and things that kind of come from it. And you end up sort of seeing sex as your God because it, people will use it for pleasure as opposed to for purpose. Um, when you're within the sanctity of marriage, of course, you can have sex with your wife because that is the person you love. You have sanctified your relationship by God. But when you just do it within sort of a girlfriend and boyfriend relationship or something like that, or maybe mm. you've just... Even friends friends with benefits type be, of thing, yeah. Yeah, you're just doing it for sheer pleasure and you're kind of not using it for what its intended purpose for, is for. And you're not doing it for love and out of love, even though a lot of people may think they are just because they're in a relationship. Oh, I really love him. I really love her. But if you're not sort of prepared to wait to, until you marry that individual, then you don't love them. You love the action. You want to do the action instead so of... So it's kind of like glorifying it rather than using it for a purpose, yeah, essentially, right? exactly okay. that. You're okay. placing okay. more sort of importance in you guys having sex than actually taking that next step into getting married and... Do you know what I mean? Mm, mm, because mm, if, mm. if you're able to sort of wait until you actually get married as such that's a sacrifice you've made to mm. sort of go away from everything you know because everyone's sort of like when you're around someone that you really really like you, you'll have that temptation to do so but when you're able mm. to sort of hold off on that until you're actually married it's just a lot more special mm. if that makes sense yeah. and of course this is a very hard thing to do but that's why god intended for believers to be with believers it's very hard if you're a christian and you're trying to be with someone that isn't a christian because their beliefs do not line up with yours and then immediately mm. temptation will always sort of sleep in and then if you're both non-believers you kind of would have no reason to to not do it because you don't know that it's wrong if that makes sense but again this isn't a judgment this is just how god intended it to be and it's not to say it isn't hard if you're a young christian and you're very into your faith from a young age once you hit that age of like, i'd say even 16 to say 20 something 23 24 25 we're going through hormones and all those things it's hard and, and god is very much aware of this but he also says that he will never leave or forsake us and we would never have more temptation than we can sort of deal with. He'd never give us more than we can handle. Mm. So it, it's, if you, it is a sacrifice, but there's so many different things we sacrifice on a daily basis. So I don't understand why it's not something that we could do, you know? Um, so that's sort of why that's a sort of a brief explanation as to why. And, and it, it does make sense. It's just a matter of whether or not you agree with it. You may think, Oh, I want to do it, but that's just, what is said in the bible so yeah. yeah i think going back to self-control it's another thing that you don't want it to control you because then when you let it control you then you're out of control so it's another thing where yeah you can't yeah if you want to if you want to have sex before marriage yeah cool don't go for it as <laughs> i mean not go for it like that but like you know um be be cautious be cautious of how you act and how you view sex and how you kind of you how you if you always go back to doing it or if you, if you kind of slipped up that one time and was like, no, I'm going to try and, you know, calm myself down, control myself and not be, you know, just allow myself to have sex 24s or just 
a number of times that you know I I wouldn't necessarily want myself to. You know, if I, if if you have aligned yourself with what you want to do, anything else that you find more valuable in life, align yourself with that and find some motivation, find motivation and find passion in that rather than wanting to jeet 24s or wanting to jeet next person, especially moving, moving, you know, moving to, to other people and, and, and trying to jeet them. And it's just like a very, very, very vicious cycle um, that not just for Christians, but for everyone needs to be broken and not glorifying things that are not, that are very kind of short term because you can have sex with someone and you might not relate to them at all, bruv. Like you may not even be, bro, you may not, you just, you just like the pleasure of them being, you know, you know, of, of their physical being. You may not mentally or like spiritually or financially or whatever be on the same page. So yeah, just have that in mind. Yeah. It's, it's sort of, it also goes of lust as well. So yeah. this is something we all do. Like I do it, every, everyone sort of does it. Yeah. Sort of lusting for someone is when, <clears throat> in a sort of a way in which you would to make it understood, say if you're a guy and you see a girl and you think they're really, really attractive and immediately you're having those sort of thoughts of, oh, I want to have sex with them, I want to do this, 24s. this, this, this. That, is, that is what lust is. And 24s. that is also a form of sin because immediately yeah. you are glorifying their outward appearance as opposed to their heart. And yeah. your intent, you've already made your intentions very clear. You haven't even spoke to the guy. You haven't even girl. spoke to the individual. And it's just the repercussions that can come from that yeah. uh, are very high and very strong. But it happens though. Um, it's human nature. It's it does. It's human nature. It happens. But when you come with Christ and you you take the, the relationship with Christ to another level, you, you slowly begin to... See people for their true value in it. See, like. Yeah, see people for their true, their true selves. And it makes you more patient. It makes you more cautious of what you're doing and what you're saying. Yeah, and it's exactly. very much a, a journey as as a, with everything. Yeah, and or just to add on, just a tiny bit with with sort of the sex before marriage, it, all the other stuff in that boat sort of is included. I don't really want to go. This is I'm trying to keep it as PG as I can. Yeah, yeah, you might know what I'm talking about. All the other bits and pieces that that are popping into your brain right now, uh, th- those are all included as well. Mm. Um, and you may think, oh, why doesn't God not want us to have any fun? Or you have to remember, of course He does. He's the one that created it. If it if He didn't want it to be a thing, none of you, none of us would even know what it is because Facts. it wouldn't be a thing. Facts. So it's not a case of that. It's just there's always many lessons that God tries to teach us: patience and trying to do things in the in the right way that He intended it to be, because He knows the repercussions that it can cause. If that makes sense. So. Undo, undo message to my uni brothers out there because you man you like moving a bit easy at uni listen if you're far away from home yeah right now doesn't have to be uni it could be anywhere if you're far away from home don't be tempted brother don't be tempted or gal don't be tempted my sister you understand because at the end of the day if you're at uni you're there for a purpose you're there to get that degree you're there to secure the first secure the two one secure whatever your goal is you're there to meet new friends you're there to join societies do things that you've never done before don't glorify being in relationships that last two months don't glorify g in and saying oh come back me in my accommodation let's do that no it's not that relax you're here for something else you're here for something greater and the satisfaction, I've said it bare times, but the satisfaction you get from the long-term goal is greater than the short-term gratification. So have that in mind. And yeah, yourself. and of course, that doesn't mean to say, don't don't not look for a girlfriend or... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, go for it. Go, go, if you're, yeah. if you're a girl, go, like, yeah. try and find that person. But if you're going to get into a relationship, it should always be with the intention to stay with that person forever and then eventually marrying them. Otherwise, what yeah. is the point? If, if you've already yeah. got in your head that you don't think it's going to last forever, why would you waste the time of both people? 
Yeah, don't you think short I mean? term. Don't think sex. Don't think um, short term cheating. Don't think that. Think, can I? Do we? Do we vibe? Do we? Do I vibe with this person? If you vibe with that person, then you can see where it goes. And God willing, it it, it blossoms. But don't go, don't go there for the short term things like they said. Yeah, and if you're a believer, you know, try and find another believer. Or this is another thing as well. If they're not a believer yet, you can't. It's how do I explain it? If they're open to to that sort of thing and they want to know more about your faith and they, they want mm. to understand and they're willing to take that step with you and, and that's a beautiful thing then yeah 100% go forward with it mm. um, because God is always welcoming towards everyone for his kingdom mm-hmm. um, so yeah it, if, and just pray about it as well pray for God to, to put the right people in your life um, but you will always just remember that when God sees you ready to be in that relationship that is when he will bring the relationship to you if that makes sense so don't stress about it don't worry about it if you haven't got it yet it's because you're not at that stage yet in life life is in stages and seasons so Mm. don't stress about it just um be patient and pray think about it think about it yeah that's 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 it from me giving you guys a lot of information we don't want to overload you we've got another part two coming up because obviously this there's so much more information but we just wanted to just clear up some of the misconceptions give you our sort of interpretations and provide you with some context that's all for now it's been jt it's been your boy Des. we out baby see you in part two Done. god bless Jeezy got it locked, boy.